Hello and welcome. You are tuned into COVID-19 Front Radio. I am Kanyisa Boy and I will be steering a conversation with Nelly Sangmulana, Head of Communications at the Community Constituency COVID-19 Front. Um, you can call this collective COVID-19 Front. And she'll be speaking to us about the role of technology when it comes to relief systems for people who are having a hard time during this pandemic. Nelisa, welcome. Thank you. Hi, Kanisa. So tell us about um, the COVID front. So the COVID-19 front is a network of NGO networks which has come together as a formal advisory group to um, government uh, on the response to the COVID-19 COVID pandemic. Yeah. Um, our aim is to galvanize and kind of mobilize um, com for community-based measures to respond to the pandemic um, so that we can understand at household level mm -hmm. um, what South Africans need and we're able to advocate and mobilize um, around those issues to support um, South Africans, especially those from vulnerable um, population groups. Mm. So would you say people right now, we're just over a month in, um, do you do you think that people understand um, what the pandemic does um, or is it just how it affects them? So at the moment, I think um, people are starting to have to see um, uh, the what the virus can do. As we can see, our numbers are, go are, are, are going up. But what the challenge is, I think um, there's still a huge information gap around people understanding how concepts like social distancing uh, uh, affect them how um being um you know being in in spaces and not staying at home mm -hmm. um you know puts one at risk and how the regulations of the lockdown um uh, uh are based you know kind of understanding what um the thinking behind the lockdown regulations are because the intention is for people to stay at home so that we can flatten the curve. And I think people are still not understanding that. And besides not understanding that, when we look at vulnerable communities in South Africa, mm. many people are, are simply not able to stay at home because right. they are not at work and they are not able to put food on the table. So it, it, it is becoming uh, obviously difficult. The longer the lockdown goes, the harder it is um, for people to, um, to stay at home, which is why you know, efforts like the COVID-19 front exist mm -hmm. to make sure that we're able to provide support to people at home um, at, and understand what they need without them, without them not having to, to move around. Because we've seen the chaos that happens with um, the food distribution. Right. You know, people are vulnerable. They have no choice but to congregate at these queues to get um, support. And we know that um, contact is, is a big challenge with, uh, with, the virus. with the virus. You only... So what I wanted to find out then is, are you, is, is the COVID-19 front doing any kind of um, awareness? So are you 
going to people how are you making people aware of firstly educating them about the different concepts and also making them aware of uh, repercussions should they not follow the the or whatever's been put out in terms of the conditions of lockdown so we've created our own channels um with regards to pushing out communications right. so on social media we're on facebook we're on twitter uh we are also on youtube uh, we also have a website, www.communityconstituency.org.za, where mm -hmm. we are putting out information. We are also putting out information via community radio stations. Sure. We are partnering with government departments to assist them with tailoring information um, for the different groups so that people are able to get information in the way that they understand. Mm -hmm. Um, we are also now starting to kick off uh, with our rollout of community agents, right. which is our partner organizations who have a presence um, at street level. Mm -hmm. So um, our agents will be visiting households across the country mm -hmm. to get a sense of what it is that people need, mm -hmm. but also to share information about about the pandemic so that where there are gaps, we're able to understand what is it that people don't understand and how do we fill that gap. Sure. So coming from that point, Yoguti, there's, there's, there's particular understandings you need to get from communities. There's an app to Sasechawa. Talk to me about the app. So uh, part of uh, what it is that we are offering as a response to the pandemic is using technology um, as a way to better understand what people want. Right. So we've built the Tutasachaba app mm -hmm. so that households, community members are able to go to the website, which is www.tusasichaba.org.za. Mm -hmm. There they will be able to um, fill out a questionnaire which helps us to understand what their biggest areas of need are. Mm -hmm. Because once we understand what people need, we are able to advocate for, for those things for them. So, for example, if there is a need for basic services such as water and sanitation right. through our work with the different government departments and the national command center we're able to accelerate those queries so if there's a need for um, violence uh, support especially gender-based violence mm -hmm. we are able to connect people to either SAPS or to places of safety mm -hmm. we are you know talking to various organizations to assist us such as faith-based organizations organizations such as Ubuntu beds to support um, government efforts around those things so now now the, a person would say um, look what makes you different from any other community mobilization or bigger NGO um, in terms of just wins? I mean, it's like I said, it's been just over a month, almost two months of the pandemic now. What are the wins? What have you guys been able to do successfully for a person like me who wants to now log um, some some kind of need on the website? What have been your wins for me to be able to, to, to use you as a point of reference even? So um, the one big win that we've had is that we have managed to get together um, 10 uh, big NGO networks mm -hmm. in, in the country to be a part of um, 
of, of, of the front. So which means uh, we are able to have a footprint in every province, sure. um, right down to every street in, in the country. So we are able to have foot soldiers um, across the country. Uh, secondly, we are the only non-governmental um, operation uh, campaign that has an operational nerve center sure. where we actually have a physical structure with people um, from across the board in civil society working together from traditional leaders um, to community, you know, to organizations such as Sanko, to youth movements um, such as South African Youth Movement and South African Youth Council, um, to structures um, such as WeGo, which support women in the informal sector, you know, sure. the street people's network, international network. So, um, you know, the user patient, patient user network, which is a group of NGOs that work within the healthcare space. Mm. So for us, that's been the biggest win, the fact that we have managed to get together um, so quickly and mm -hmm. set up a nerve center sure. with provincial satellites and district um, response teams. Mm -hmm. uh, we are working closely with, um, with government departments to support um, to support their um, to support their efforts. So ours is to say, we understand that nonprofits, uh, non-governmental organizations in the country, are already active, right. um, and they have a national footprint. So we need to use that capacity and those community assets. Right, um, and I think it's a brilliant way of working. Being able to say a big picture, this is what can happen, and then being able to filter that through to, to communities so that it's functional and people gain the awareness that they need to gain. So the final question I wanted to ask you is, we've got a, a bit of a crisis when it comes to connectivity in the country, and here it could be infrastructure or it could be just not being able to have data. Mm. Are there any future plans for you to have more of a simpler way of connecting to, in, in the way that... Um, Tusa Sechaba is able to connect right now? So um, there are two ways. Um, our agents on the ground are able to assist households mm -hmm. um, who don't have connectivity. So our agent will come into a home and they will assist by completing the the needs request mm -hmm. with um, the request for help with uh, with the members of the household or alternatively uh, people will soon be able to sms us their requests mm -hmm. just by simply sending their name surname and location and what it is that they need via an sms line so we're hoping to launch that number very soon mm -hmm. um once it's once it's uh, active we will let people know so which means that people can send us a free sms on sure. their side um so that we can get um uh, we can get their request all right. Thank you so much, Nelly. That was Nelly Sangulana of the COVID front. We will be sure to put down the um, website as well as the link to the Tusasichaba app so that you are able to say what your needs are as a community. And that's a wrap from us. Thank you. This message was brought to you by the Community Constituency COVID-19 Front. Civil society working together to beat the coronavirus.